Welcome to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour, The Power of Water. Many, many years ago, I decided... I, I am the founder of Biologic Aqua Research Center, and we study water. But people have a tendency to misunderstand when I say we study water, but we study the fresh water and the relationship to the water you're swimming in called the water, the atmosphere and the water vapor in the atmosphere. You're swimming in water every day in the atmosphere, the air. If it wasn't water, you wouldn't be alive after you were born. There would be no life from the beginning of time. Around the planet Earth, they call it the blue ball. The blue ball from billions of years ago was the first life on Earth, the water vapor in the atmosphere. Then came a rain at a spot because the temperature changed. And a recycling began with water coming down to earth. Then it absorbed to life as a species, soil. Soil is a species of the beginning of time. It absorbs through that surface of the soil like the surface of your skin is your earth, your globe. And it absorbed into the cavity underneath the surface of the earth to what we call aquifers. And then all of a sudden that aquifer would fill up and here comes a lake, a stream, a river, and the lowest point, all the fresh water went down to what we call the ocean. Then came life. And life is where you're at today. All life on earth lives in water. When you left your mother's pocket of water and entered in the delivery moment, you began to live in what keeps you alive first, the breath of water in the air called atmosphere, water vapor. Your skin absorbs it. Your eyes are open to absorb it. Your nasal passage is absorbing it. Your life is absorbed with swimming in air, invisible water, or you wouldn't be alive. And at that moment of your birth, there are no two eyes alike, no two fingerprints alike. Genome they're studying is differently. DNA, we could go on and on. You are that unique. We're all different uniquely. A dehydration begins at that moment called water evaporation from your body to passing away to death. Life to finish is to death. Loss of water completed. What is a disease? Inside your body are made up of trillions of molecules, water in a molecule, and cells. What is the symptom? A dehydration as a person. What caused it? You will learn. And as we study on this show, and it is a laboratory to listen to study, and if you think you know it all, you might learn something new. Or if you know enough, you might learn something else. But we need to be reminded, all of us do, 
I do with all the research that I have completed through the years and the scientists from all over the world that I bring in that are very respected scientists, people, physicians. Can we learn enough? It is impossible. And if anybody tells you they think they know it, they're in trouble. It's a, it's a process of learning. And your body, being water, to stop and think, and I will say it forever, when you open that eyelid, it's a surface of water that is 99% water on the surface of the eye. What is vision impairment? What is a f- complaint? What is a burning eye? What is a foggy eye, a glazed eye? If you can't see very well, what is fatigue? What, is, what are all these symptoms in the eye? It's dehydration, loss of water at the surface. That water needs to have an electrolytic communication with the water in the atmosphere to be healthy. If it doesn't have enough for you personally, you need to supplement that with the water. Your body is water. You are living water. Your brain in the womb and the eyes connect at the same moment. That is Earth's method of you and your beginning of time to be recycled in water, fresh water, to live with the atmosphere. The brain is 80 to 85% water. Lungs, many people now are having flu viruses, very serious flus. Their lungs are filling up. What are the lungs? 75 to 80% water. I could go on, the skin, 70 to 75% water. I could go on and on. Your body is water. If you want to flight, fight and, and, and guard yourself and defend yourself for defenses and you want to try to give you the, what you require to not get a symptom that is causing you a allergy, a common cold, a flu virus, any of these symptoms, itchy skin, I could go on and on, vision problems, you must drink eight to ten full glasses of water a day and don't sip it. Would you give your plant a sip? You give your plant a drink of water. You must drink the glasses of water each time in a full glass. That way your body has an opportunity to absorb and make the decision. That's what this show is all about. And the guests we brought in from all over the world on the power of water for almost eight years are here to remind us all in a laboratory of discussion what we need to consider with the world water crisis. It's out of control all over the world. The water resources of the planet Earth began at the beginning to make what has happened here, but we that thought we were so smart that we would never have a problem for water for eternity, for Earth to be here forever. Guess what? It will only be here forever with water. Without it, there's no forever. Are you going to take responsibility for those children to be born for eternity, not to have water and die, and maybe not have a time where earth becomes the sand. And the sand doesn't have the life. It doesn't have the microorganism. Ask them in the Middle East. Sand does not have the life or the organism for healthy living as soil does. 
they didn't have the technology so far back to understand what to do with the water to preserve it. We do today. We have technology. We're learning. We're talking to the UN as a committee potential opportunity of what we can do with the technology of the fresh water at the surface of the planet and its its vulnerability to the atmosphere's water vapor because the water vapor in the atmosphere was here before the fresh water was here and then came life and here came humans. What can we do to decide what these what is happening to the diseases of human life to to solve them and without having too much medication because medication can dehydrate you we need to understand the atmosphere and the relationship to all life because you look out your window your earth is dehydrating losing water too but it's our responsibility to not take it all but to leave some behind forever for all those in the future so earth can be here forever now this week on some of your research go into water world crisis and statistics go into how is the world's water supply go into recycling water and study that and we're going to be starting on our website here soon some resources for you to study to get involved with all of us around the world and what we're going to do as a resource to keep ourselves reminded but also be involved uh, enjoy it in your own everyday life and there's some things i was reading some of the eight ways to to save water i wasn't i was agreeing with some of it but i they didn't want much mention Washing clothes. Do we have to, if we're careful with our clothing and only use one towel per person a week, we wouldn't have to be doing so much washing. Washing your dishes. Hand wash some of them and put those that you want to be sure that they're getting a sterile washing with you and the soap. Put those in the dishwasher. And do you have to wash them every day but hand wash some of them? Also in your uh, plants, learn what soil to use in your plants and your gardens. Like they're trying to learn in organic farming, that's a soil. You don't, if you have the proper soil, you don't need as much water. There are things to learn. But you still have to get your bath, your shower, to be hygiene healthy. And you have to have, first of all, those eight full glasses of water a day, hopefully 10, in a 24-hour period. Today we have a very exciting guest, and we've had Winston on before, KO. We're going to discuss a health benefit, a turmeric, and I'm curious myself of what he's been learning. We will listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears I Missed. Did you know that the surface of your eye when you're having a fatigue, a burning, an itching, foggy, um, you can't quite see because of your tiredness or you're getting too dry and your vision is being impaired and, and not healthy as it once is, it was every day, there's a supplement. To supplement with a tissue culture grade of water at the surface of the eye with just a mist. 
We'll listen to our sponsor, Nature Fears I Missed, and we'll be back with Winston Keogh. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Listening to the Sharon Kleiner Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Kleiner Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Kleiner Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. I'm going to be introducing to you today a very special guest, Winston K.O. Winston has been on many times, and we've always enjoyed having him. We learn so much. Winston has been an inventor. A researcher, it says here, for 24 years of his mission in life in the fields of water, agriculture, nutrition, organic and inorganic trace minerals. It says here soil-based microorganisms. Through his discoveries, he has learned to address why the body may not generate adequate energy. And he and I will discuss that today because my field is this in my research all these years, issues such as the different types of electrolytes, and that's something people need to learn. When the body is water, living with the atmosphere, the electrolytic communication is no different than you being a battery needing to be charged because of the atmosphere. The electrolytes required for the cell-to-cell communication and the correct probiotic families required for complete and proper digestion. Winston, are you with us? Yes, I am. Well, thank you for joining us again. Hey, you're welcome. It's my pleasure to join you again. need to ask you, have, have you ever had anybody call you a holistic scientist? <laughs> no, I haven't yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just got back from China, meeting with, with the government of China, and some oh, wow. scientists, and we were talking about holistic scientists so far back in China thousands of years ago, nobody thought that those individuals that were studying and compassioned and the heart spirit of the heart that comes with the mission of learning something. And those people learn uh, something that teaches the rest of the world and scientists even today something from the heart that they have a mission statement to want to learn and they focus on that whereas a lot of scientists today don't focus on only one thing. They're so distracted with so much that they have to study. 
So I would probably yeah. call you one of the holistic scientists because every time we uh, talk, it sounds like it's something that you were compassionate about. It comes from the spirit of the heart and the wisdom of understanding that there should be something learned with what you're trying to teach. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, even plants, the soil, as well as humans, there is a simple aspect to it. And there is, uh, as you were talking about a while ago, mineral aspects of it to it. And there is communication. And when the communication lines get chopped, whether we use toxic poisons or we tear up the soil and do silly things like putting toxic chemicals down on it, uh, we're always chopping up the communication line. Well, we're not line. a chemical. The human body is a recycling a of the origination of the planet. Right. It's, 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 it's a spirit which happens to have a body, which happens to use the body as a calling card, right? This is what we walk out. We're not it. But mm-hmm. it's, it's a mm-hmm. different viewpoint. We control it and utilize it. And if we control it well, we have lots of energy. If we control it poorly, we don't. Then we become the adverse effect of it. Is there a better word than maybe saying control to discipline it? Uh, well... Call it discipline, call it control. Control is actually something very important. If you drive your car down a road without control, you'll find yourself in the ditch very soon. Uh, Control is not something bad. Control is something necessary. (laughs) Uh, Where I look at and research the word control, I'm real funny about, but again, I respect where you're coming from to control it. Yeah. But if we learn to discipline it, we'll be flexible with what we have to do to have a, a focus of what we need to be going, to have a goal mm-hmm. to improve. Um, right. See, in research, I'm, I'm a technology. Uh, everything I do is in technology. And right. understanding what do we need to do to discipline the behavior of, of how we're living on the planet, to discipline it right. so that way we're flexible to to be able to live with an ecosystem of changes. And you're right about driving. The driving is a discipline. We learn to be uh, um, more on guard, more defensive, more understanding of the uncontrolled, um, what might happen. Right. And, of course, control also means when somebody else is doing something uncontrolled that you're still in good enough control to do evasive moves <laughs> and that just simply moves. means that you're in better control. Like what's going on with the flu virus right now? Uh, and that they're talking about the flu virus, this goes right to what our subject today is. Right. On the subject of probiotics and fermented turmeric. Mm-hmm. And why did I even bother to create something like this in the first place? Mm-hmm. As you probably know, and probably many of the listeners know, that turmeric is probably the most researched plant uh, in the scientific uh, genre at this particular juncture. And because turmeric is probably one of the world's most potent antioxidant plant that exists on the planet. There are other things that may have higher ratings of antioxidants, uh, like cloves, but then it has an antibiotic aspect for cloves. So even though it has more antibiotics, uh, it basically has antioxidant and antibiotic uh, properties, which is not exactly always needed and wanted, right? 
So in the case of turmeric, um, may, many people may know this, and that is India and Pakistan is well known for having the world's lowest cancer rate on the planet. And attribute to the plant turmeric. And of course, mm-hmm. the East Indians and the Pakistanis boil curry 24-7. They basically never wash their pots. They just add more uh, food, more uh, curry, and they slow simmer it 24-7. Now, the rest of the people in the world are not quite willing to have their houses smell like curry, so they will throw the curry at the last minute in the pot and then serve it. Well, or they'll take turmeric powder as tablets, and then what happens is that when they uh, pop the powder, they only get it two, maybe 3% of the benefit of the turmeric. It really takes a long time to break turmeric down. So this is the reason I started to use uh, the fermentation process to ferment it two, three months in order to extract the essence of the turmeric and maybe getting 46% instead of the 2 3% that you would normally get from just dried powder. And Okay, let's go back and explain that again because I'm learning too. Okay. First of all, let's do you are and I don't want to put you on the spot on this one. Okay. So the uh, the original invention discovery of turmeric was in which country? Um, both India and China, some 4,000 years ago. Yeah. And the, so, now and they're discovering... For discovering that, I'm sorry? Now it's being discovered that in Pakistan, India, because they've been using so much t- t- turmeric and curry, you mentioned, that right. there's Curry's less reports Curry's main ingredient cancer. is turmeric. Uh, why do you think it's less report, uh, uh, reports of cancer because of those two herbs? Uh, no, there's only one herb we're talking about, just the turmeric. Curry okay, the, the is a turmeric. mixture of 40 different kinds of herbs, and the primary herb that gives that yellow oh, color to curry is turmeric. Oh, turmeric herbs to turmeric. mix in together. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. So, and it's just well known that, uh, that the East Indians and the Pakistanis have low cancer rate. And, you know, this is a relatively poor country, so why, why should they <laughs> particularly have such a low cancer rate? Well, the first thing that comes to my mind a little bit is um, the, I, I, the toxin in the body with what we eat. Is causing right. more cancer. Uh, I believe that the cells are not being able to detoxify. Correct. Uh, we're eating one, the wrong food, not drinking enough water. But neither one of those countries have an abundant amount of water. So, precisely. oh my gosh. <laughs> so, so again, why are they having the lowest cancer rate? Like, yeah. it doesn't make sense. <laughs> uh, but back to this, these, the herb. What are what are some of the herbs in turmeric? Uh, no, turmeric is the herb, period. Oh, okay. I thought you said it was a mixture of herbs. No, that's curry. Oh, curry is a mixture of herbs, but turmeric yeah. curry is Curry is a mixture herb. of all kinds of uh, cardamom, okay. uh, cumin, uh, fennel, um, uh, turmeric, garlic powder, paprika. That's kind of the rough uh, 
top most common herbs, and then they have all kinds of other things that I can't even pronounce. <laughs> so I won't even go there. Okay, go back to turmeric because that's what you wanted to, to really focus right. on. Right. So today, the too. turmeric um, basically. I, I actually back in this is 2005 when I invented Rest Easy, and that was back then. I started to see the common cold and all sorts of disease coming out from the hospitals that were resistant to all known antibiotics. So basically, mm-hmm. 10 or 12 of the common antibiotics that the doctors were using, these bugs were resistant to all of them. So I go, oh, this is not good. Somebody's going to wipe out the repertoire of all of the doctor's tools, which is, you know, 12 common antibiotics. So I looked around to find what would be the world's most potent herb that also didn't cost much because there are many herbs out there like Asahi berry, which is also a very good antioxidant, but it's very, very expensive. So by the time they make it into an uh, herbal tincture, uh, they're giving you teeny weeny little small quantities, which again defeats the purpose because it's too costly. But turmeric isn't. So here you can use large turmeric, really give a, a customer a good product that really works, that supports their liver, which is one of the biggest primary defense for the human body. The liver, your kidneys, and your spleen, these are your filtration systems. And that's one of the primary functions behind turmeric is that it supports the liver, right? Our primary toxifying organ of the body. And this is why also sharks don't get cancers, not because of their cartilage. They got huge livers. If you take a look at a shark's body, uh, the internal organs, probably 50% of it is a liver. So they have a huge liver. So of course they won't get any cancer because they have a massive filtration system. So this is why I use turmeric fermented with these broad-spectrum probiotics so that gave you a very, very good immune system booster, supports your primary filtration organ, the liver, and thus the thing called Rest Easy was invented. And what I didn't know after that was that it also had properties of balancing the hormones, both male and female and other hormones that the body utilizes to either put the body to sleep or utilizes to make the body have more energy. So it utilizes the uh, hormones to balance. And in our environment, especially in the United States, we have horrific female estrogen contamination in our body. There is nobody listening to the radio right now who isn't excess female estrogen dominant. Just because of the plastics that we consume, those who eat soy are consuming female estrogen, those who eat the regular commercial chicken and beef, all of the estrogens that are into the chicken and the beef, uh, especially chicken. I mean, wow, talk about some serious... Uh, hormone uh, shot into these animals, right? A chicken that can be grown in six weeks instead of 18 weeks. Uh, trust me, you're going to have to use a lot of hormones to make a chicken grow that quickly. This is the primary issue, and I found out that a lot of people who cannot sleep is that their hormonal balancing system in their body is not working too very well. So turmeric itself, zero sleep-inducing properties, zero. But it helps the body, for the body to balance its own hormones, and thus the body is able to calm the body down when it's time to calm the body down to go to sleep. And thus, 
it was actually my customers who named the product Zizi. Because that's mm. what it did. Mm-hmm. Explain to our audience, and it's becoming very popular word out there, probiotic. They're going yes. into stores and they're seeing uh, on national television commercials, they're seeing on products a new word out there that's coming along more dominant into the yes. products called probiotic. Explain that so our listeners understand what that word means. Okay. Probiotics is a euphemism for soil-based microorganism, okay? or at least it's supposed to be. Soil-based microorganisms is how Mother Nature balances the soil to create fertile soil. This is how Mother Nature balances the rivers and the oceans. This is how Mother Nature balances pH in your gut. It's the soil-based microorganisms that digest your food. We don't digest our food. It's the soil-based microorganisms. But people don't like the word soil-based microorganism. They think in terms of germs. So basically... Um, probiotics in America has reduced in many, many ways. First of all, they, most probiotics are just the lactobacillus family with a couple different species. Okay? Now, the lactobacillus family is primarily commonly known for this is what you take to make cheese you, uh, and yogurt, right? It's the lactobacillus families that we use to make cheese and make yogurt. But let's face it. Everybody who's listening to this radio now doesn't eat just cheese and meat, which is what the lactobacillus breaks down. We eat all kinds of stuff. We bread, salts, sugars, you know, everything else. They require other species of bacteria, and so they actually call them probiotics. These are for the body. Now, little backup knowledge, those of you who are fortunate enough to go out and pick your own apples or cucumbers, if you're growing it all organic and really healthy and you're not using any pesticides, you will notice that little powdery uh, stuff on the apples or fruits, uh, such as grapes, right? There's this little white powder and people will try to wash this up. It's time out, no. That is your probiotics, okay? It's a mixture of yeast and fungus, which acts as a immune system for the plant while it's on the plant and when the upper animals such as a deer or a human comes around and eats the apple or grape um, it then becomes the digestive system of the upper animals and then later on becomes the immune system for the upper animals right so this is the full circle so our source of naturally occurring probiotics is supposed to be coming from fruits and vegetables but in, in America particularly, all fruits and vegetables, whether it's organic or not organic, they're all through serious washing. And even people who grow their own food, not educated properly, trying to wash off the dirt, they wash it so thoroughly that, that they end up taking um, um, the probiotics off from the vegetable, which is your primary digestive guys for the foods that you're eating. Let's say so, the person is going to the grocery store or let's say our farmer's market where mm-hmm. uh, the grocery stores are a little more regulated mm-hmm. uh, because it of their mass trucking of their produce and, mm-hmm. and, and fresh foods. Mass trucking. Um, what does the person do then 
when you know you've gone to the more natural uh, locations and yet other people are coming along, picking it up with their hands, and maybe they don't like to wash their hands very much uh, at all, and they have not good habits, good discipline habits. What do you do to make sure, what do you say to the audience, because we should be having a little brush to wash our fruits and vegetables and, and, and as much as we can. Um, uh, well, to, I wouldn't agree with that, okay. uh, especially if it's freshly picked out from the garden. Or uh, first, first of all, um, this may even rub, uh, rub you wrong because uh, all of us went to school and we were taught to wash our hands, to stay away from the germs. Germs are bad, and nobody at any one moment ever stopped microsecond and says. Excuse me, if we got rid of all the germs, can we digest any food in our body? Okay, Winston, we have to take a break for the moment. We're going to come back, and you're going to teach us about what you just said. This is our only time from our sponsor. And uh, don't you go anywhere, because that's going to be an interesting one. And uh, we'll listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, with just a mist. We'll be right back with Winston Keogh. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Winston, when we took our moment there with our sponsor, you yeah. were saying that maybe sometimes, and I'm going to not lead you into this, I'm okay. a typical talk show host. I interrupt <laughs> to ask questions as I go because my brain has to stop for a minute. But also, I have a tendency to lead people into things that I'm trying to understand what they said. Why do you think that people are over-washing their hands? And I, am I leading you into something you didn't say? Um, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Let's address directly to that question. Uh, let's okay. go back to step A, which would okay. be soap. Good old run-of-the-mill soap without the label antimicrobial soap will clean your hand more than sufficiently. 
But nowadays, when you're going outside, you'll, you'll see antibacterial, antimicrobial soap. What happens in this uh, antimicrobial soap is they're adding an element called triclosan. This is a waste byproduct that is made when you make Agent Orange. I guess they must have a lot of this waste product floating around, so they're mixing it in all of the public schools, restaurants, all these liquid soaps as antimicrobial soap. And even doctors are talking about it. This is a bad thing to put in soap because eventually the bugs will learn to uh, uh, counter it and genetically change themselves so that they will become resistant against a, a triclosan, which is uh, making a tougher, meaner, badder bug. So uh, it's not a good thing to do that. Just general hand cleansing with regular soap is what they should do. Now, differing from the next statement, which would be fruits and vegetables. When you have your clean garden that you're growing organically, Mother Nature would have brought some fungus, some yeast, and lactobacillus and things like that that would naturally occur in the soil. There you should not, under any circumstance, brush out and scrub that fruit thoroughly clean. That is a no-no because you are scrubbing off the primary immune system builder of your body, which is the probiotics that's on the surface of the fruits and vegetables. And that is the sort of yeast and fermentative fungi and stuff like that. This is why when you uh, go crush grapes, you don't need to add yeast into the tank. No, you, you stomp on the grapes, you crush the grapes and squeeze it, take the pulp out, and it's all on its own determinism, fermentation process, and thus make your grape wine without you adding any yeast, because the yeast is on the surface of the grape already. Right? That's provided by Mother Nature. Now, Winston, the yeast, um, um, what is yeast important for? You, you probably told us already, but go back uh, and tell us about why you think very, yeast very important for all of your B complexes and mm-hmm. the manufacturing of your E complexes. You, mm-hmm. you need uh, yeast part of the picture. Notice I say part of the picture. Right? There are other species of microorganisms that are also required, but yeast mm-hmm. is certainly one of the families that is very important. And uh, very good, healthy yeast is very, very important to have um, in your system. So and the yeast would benefit the pH balance of your own individual system. Correct. And, like, and people say, but what about if I have candida? That's a bad yeast. Oh, that's right. That's a bad yeast. And actually, candida still belongs in your body. But if, it, if you're taking antibiotics, you've done uh, too much uh, drinking alcohol, and you killed off your, your proper balance, and then one species of yeast or one species of fungus grows out of proportion to everybody else, that's called a disease. Now, before it's, you go on there, I yeah. got to ask something that I'm curious on. Um, okay. How, uh, the, I know a lot of people that add yeast to their drinks, their protein drinks, their mm-hmm. smoothies, their their salads, and so on. Uh, soups. How much yeast would that type of yeast? How much should they have a day with that type of yeast that they're adding? Let me back yeast? up two steps. There's one okay. other question that needs to be added to that okay. question. Okay. Okay. Non-genetically engineered yeast. Mm-hmm. Now, that's having said that, it's a very tall order to get a non-genetically 
engineered yeast. Most of the mm-hmm. yeast that comes from the United States or that's in the United States is uh, a product from the beer manufacturing. And the beer manufacturing genetically engineers their yeast to get a specific viscosity and flavor for making beer. Mm-hmm. Um, good yeast is hard to find in America. Very, very, very hard to find. And also with probiotics, that's not genetically engineered, that too has become a very difficult thing to find at present day. It used to be very easy to just run down the store, buy any lactobacillus, probably it was just natural. But that um, statement that is no longer so true. Much, we're getting a lot of reports out uh, that I bump into uh, when I'm trying to study some other things other than water um, mm-hmm. and dehydration. Is that why they're into so much of the d- discoveries of fermentation? Mm-hmm. And that's a one way we're of hearing uh, a lot of that now. Creating good yeast on your own. Beer. Okay, there we go. Mm-hmm. Yes, creating good yeast on your own. Okay. Uh, since you cannot really buy it in the stores, by fermenting your own foods, there'll be some yeast that will naturally come out from the wild vegetables and stuff like that. You can get some Winston, what do you think of kombucha? Uh, it's 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 a nice thing. Um, at least it's not genetically engineered, and um, uh, you, you can make incredibly good. Um, it, it's a supplement. It, it's mainly just fungus and yeast uh, uh, mixture. It's not a broad enough spectrum, but at least it's different mm-hmm. and should be consumed. Mm-hmm. There's, okay, there's well, like kombucha. There are water kefirs uh, cultures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and milk kefir uh, cultures. So mm-hmm. you should try a little bit of all of them, and you should definitely try uh, fermentating uh, your own vegetables, these uh, naturally, uh, because uh, going out and Tell buying me, how, pickle, how does a person fermentate their own vegetables? Uh, just go to the Internet and type in pickling vegetables, and uh, pickling there you'll vegetables. have thousands of uh, articles to teach you how to ferment uh, stuff. And I not too difficult. Saying. Not too difficult to do. Especially and it is healthy. Adding some salt. Sounds like and, it's healthy. Uh, it's, it's the primary way of all cold country people. That's how they get their vegetables. Like, you know, once you get up in the northern parts, all the Russians, the, the northern Europeans, the Eskimos, they, they don't have vegetables. I mean, their summer is extremely, extremely short in duration. So they preserve their vegetables through fermentation, right? They yeah. pickle their vegetables right. so that they have vegetables yeah. in the middle of the winter. Uh-huh. Back to and turmeric. Yes. Now, turmeric is how many years old, do you think? Well, it's recorded history has four to 5,000 years of uh, usage by the Chinese medicine and the uh, East European, uh, no, sorry, East Indian uh, cultures. Four or five thousand. So, if you're years. going to take turmeric or use turmeric, apply turmeric. Mm-hmm. Can you put it in your uh, smoothies, your protein drinks, soups? Uh, yes, whatever. you can. But remember, I did say early on, two three percent bioavailability is all you're going to get. This is why. Uh, if you go to Go Beyond Organic or TurbochargedTumeric.com, okay, okay, at TurbochargedTumeric.com is where you can get Rest Easy, which is the fermented turmeric, and there okay. you can get, you know, you, the 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 high bioavailability of the essence of turmeric. 
not at two, three percent, a much, much, much higher percent, probably forty. Now, when you say fermented, fermented, um, turmeric, excuse me. Yes. I'm trying to. What is? What is? How? Do, what kind of a container does that come in? Oh, um, it, it comes in um, hardened plastics, and uh, oh, okay. they will never, and here allowed, never come in glass ever, because oh. you see. There is nobody listening to this radio right now whose body doesn't have plastic inside of it. So just like you train a dog to be a bomb sniffer or marijuana sniffer or cocaine sniffer, you have to give the dog the bomb, the, the smells of a marijuana, so he knows to go look for it. Not too much different from that theory. Is that the now, why do you believe be everybody has plastic in them? I never thought of well, myself, because no. I hardly ate anything really with plastic, I don't think. <laughs> well, uh, let's say you don't eat any canned foods. Which, uh, I don't. For our audience, a lot of people eat canned foods. I food. don't eat any canned foods. Okay, so year, canned ever. foods is one of the primary sources you're going to get lots of plastic, not little bit. Okay. Uh, herbicides and um, uh, pesticides, like non-certified organic foods, the herbicides and pesticides are female estrogen mimicking mm-hmm. estrogens. Okay, so mm-hmm. th- this is the problem with plastics, and we're really talking about estrogen. Is what we're really talking mm-hmm. about, and it's the estrogen mimicking materials. Everything from textile industry. I do believe everybody does wear clothes. Uh, <laughs> that's why I never uh, wear any brand new clothes that I purchase. I always wash it first before I ever put on a, a, a piece of clothes because between the formaldehyde and the plastics and the textile chemicals that they use, there's way too much toxins Oh, there. did you hit on one there? Uh, I've told <laughs> people, too, that you know my field is studying the dehydration of those cells and the skin living with the atmosphere is water. And the atmosphere is your greatest influence. Well, the clothing you're wearing and the fabrics that you have on your upholstery and your bedding and your and your rugs and it all is a dehydrator. Yes, you're right. Yes. So, clothing very important. It dehydrates. And And no two people hydrate exactly. Exactly. And the other thing I wanted to say was like losing hair. Okay, your skin, your hair. Cells, the cells that grow hair, they need to be healthy. And if you're using sodium lauryl sulfate type shampoo, which is 99.999% of the shampoos sold out there, use sodium lauryl sulfate. You're going to clean your hair thoroughly. Mm-hmm. And you think that would be a good thing. No, that is a bad thing because you're going to kill all the mantle's bacteria. The probiotics. And this is why so many men lose their hair, because they probably don't rinse their hair as thoroughly as women do, and thus they will have hair loss. So one of the things I do is I get people to spray the Rest Easy um, on their heads, rub it in, leave it in there, and just comb it. And I personally had a little bald spot, and in about nine weeks, my secretary noticed one day and go, hey, what happened to your ball spot? I go, that's right. That's what I wanted to hear because I didn't tell anybody that I was doing it. 
I just wanted to see how long before somebody else would notice that I'm growing hair back on my ball spot. And, and, and what did you do? <laughs> I sprayed the inner garden and, and the rest easy, where inner garden is just my probiotics, and rest easy is my probiotics plus turmeric. Mm-hmm. I, the product does a fine job, mm-hmm. and I simply just, after you wash my hair without the sodium lauryl sulfate shampoo, so I go out and buy shampoos that say no sodium lauryl sulfate on it, and you can get it from the health food stores. Nowadays, there's about four or five companies that are making shampoos without sodium lauryl sulfate. So uh, what you will notice that uh, it's much more gentler type of soap. It will not foam up as thoroughly as uh, regular shampoos do. But you'll see, it'll still clean your hair just so as well. So it doesn't foam up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it, it does foam. It does foam. It does foam just up a little bit. not as intense as foam. That's to know not, that so you've done something foam. and then you can have something to rinse out. <laughs> right. So, Just to show yeah. how spoiled I am. I, you know, I, I'm a total believer, though, and I've studied this with dehydration, that uh, the soap we use on our body and the hands are too harsh. It leaves a film. Anything that's heavy is too hard on the body, the skin. Correct. Dehydrates and, it. Especially yeah. for women who are, are very imp- uh, caring about looking old. When you use a soap that thoroughly washes your skin way too harsh, way too thoroughly, and you take off all that mantle of uh, good bacteria exactly. that's protecting your body, uh, because they all believe in this germ theory, well, germ theory thing. You probably don't uh, and, you know, know this, I used but... to say I used to work in the medical world, you know, and uh, one day I remember in a surgery room, uh, we cut open a cancer cell that exploded and splattered everybody down. And I made a comment to all the doctors and nurses that were women and said, thank goodness this germ theory is uh, not real, not true, because if it was, we will be all dead in six months and we will be out of a career <laughs> permanently. <laughs> well, it is funny, but you're, you're yeah. Uh, well, I'm, uh, I'm focusing on dehydration, what causes this evaporation of right. body, so the, water, the, moisture. The point water. I wanted to go to the story is that it's environments, that dictate how a bacteria will grow. Exactly, exactly. Yes, and you're right. This concept is not common with the average person. It's not even common with the medical world, right? Well, and, uh, those I'm of you who are listening on this radio, if you want to study it a little bit more, study on polymorphisms. This is many different shapes. Polymorphisms, uh, Anton Buchant, okay, um, Pasteur on his deathbed says, I'm sorry, I lied my entire life, and uh, he denounced his entire life works. And the Encyclopedia Britannica, I think it's 1896, if my research is correct, uh, published Pasteur's denouncement of his work once. It has never seen the light of day ever again since that particular juncture. But uh, there is such a denouncement by Pasteur himself. So um, don't take germ theory too serious. I mean, germs are controlled and manipulated by the environment that they're in. And they will become bad if you provide them with an environment that's loaded with toxins, uh, scrub your countertops with lots of bleach, and you will create a nice toxic environment and you'll have plenty of black fungus in your house. Right? If you mm-hmm. use uh, hydrogen peroxide, uh, just soap and water, and maybe wipe down the counter with a little isopropyl alcohol, you won't have fungus coming back. 
mm-hmm. because you didn't leave a toxic environment behind you. Mm-hmm. So, the human health, human health is confused. <laughs> yes, the body yes, of, the really- life, of, of the organism of the body is so confused because it, what does want to live with the, I don't call it environment, I'm calling it the atmosphere, that water vapor we're swimming in that's invisible to us, that's keeping us alive. But that water vapor has a toxin in that vapor. It's like when I was in China, and uh, they said, it's the most gorgeous day, and they said, oh, it's not as polluted today. And I said, oh, yes, it is. I, I could smell it in the vapor. And the, right. the water vapor will carry it because of temperatures. But, again, uh, in our homes, and Winston, this is why I've said for many, many years in my research, one of the worst things they ever invented in the United States is insulated windows and walls. Yes. There's no breathing. No breathing, and worse than that is people don't understand how to use ozone machines or hydroxyl machines so that they can actually get rid of the indoor air pollution. You know, well, and it's if you use it right. Yeah, but, but yeah I'm kind of funny right. about some of that. I kind of, no, I don't like the word funny. I'm kind of qu- questioning some of that. Well, let me, let, me, let me clarify my statement. Because, because I said my, using it yeah. right. Let me, let, let me finish this, Clarence. Okay, go ahead. So basically, an ozone machine should be cranked to the full absolute max without the person being in the room. In other okay. words, do it for okay. 10 hours at full max with extra fans blowing around and mm-hmm. really ozone the place. So that will kill off all the bacteria, all the volatile mm-hmm. organic compounds and the poisons that are in there. It will thoroughly fry it out right, or oxidize it out. Then you come back, leaving the fans on, turn on the ozone off, open the doors and the windows, and in 15 minutes you'll blow everything out. There we go. Now you can walk back. That I I follow. Now we only have a minute. We only have a minute left. So, what would you like to say to your audience? Um, Well, if you want more information, go to um, gobeyondorganic.com, or you can go to turbocharge turmeric. But either way, you can get to my source and you can contact me for more information. Mm-hmm. And uh, everything we talked about on the radio today, uh, I can send you actual documents on them. Mm-hmm. And um, so you'll have some solutions to keep your body healthy. Well, thank you so much for joining us again today. I learned a lot, too. <laughs> You're very welcome. Thank you very much yeah, for keep having up the me good on your work, show. And uh, I'm looking forward to having you on again. I know you'll come on again. Okay. Thanks a Thank lot, you. Karen. You have a very special day. Thank you very much. And you be too. well. Bye. Okay. The Power of Water radio talk show for almost eight years has brought in some of the most interesting, fascinating individuals from all over the world. Winston K.O. is one of the most interesting and compassionate researchers out there. And something that he mentioned about the 1800s, I have seven sets of encyclopedias starting from the 1800s. And the one thing I learned through years of research, through libraries from around the world, that they bring me books and interviewing individuals and scientists from all over the world through the many years, way before the talk show here, is that individuals that are learning that before the 1900s, they were learning about all of this. And they were discovering so much for people to live and be healthier. But what happened 
is we got carried into a outlook of quick fix. And those that have studied from all over the world and scientists, we know we don't know enough. We know that research and technology could never learn enough. It's a constant, it's forever, ever learning. So if somebody ever tells you they know enough, you're in trouble that second. Your health is worth more than that. Listen and go study. Thanks to the unbelievable information of highway of information called the Internet. You can go study. And if you don't have Internet access, get somebody who you know to go get the information for you and get you the paper. It's there. There's so much to learn. Well, I want to thank you for listening today. You know we're in a world water crisis, and we know why the Middle East is so concerned. There's going to be lifelessness there in time if they don't figure out the technology to bring water back to the surface of that sand. Their cultures will begin to diminish. They know that. We all over the world are joining together to change that with technology. I want to thank you for listening. Embrace your life. It's special to you, but somebody else's too. And Earth is whispering, never say goodbye to take it all with you. Leave something behind for all the generations of the children to come to know you cared. Thank you for listening, and you be well. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel, with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com. 